Hello and welcome to the Honored Adventure Podcast, the show where I interview magic content creators to learn how magic has impacted their lives. I am your host, Looter Scooter, and I am joined by Nicole Dubin. Nicole is a Midwest tournament grinder for the Nerd Rage Gaming series. Nicole, how are you doing t- today? I am tired and, gosh, putting content creator on under my name feels weird. I did stream <laughs> this week. I did stream twitch.tv backslash DC Sports 8 for limited and legacy and modern and maybe pint. I stream whatever the hell I want whenever I want to. Yeah, I can curse, right? Oh, absolutely. You can always All right, curse. Yeah. 100%. Uh, what have you been streaming in legacy lately? What have, what have you been uh, I there? just, so I uh, ran an old Jarvis four color uh, Zenith deck through a prelim. Went one and three. We, we're not going to talk about rounds. I won round one, beat Shadow. But I, I lost to Delver. I've forgotten at this point. It wasn't great. <laughs> sure. I put it out of my mind. Maybe one was Jeskai. I don't know. But I one was red, but it was mono white initiative. Oof. But yeah. uh, I'm preparing for the Energy Series Legacy 5K, which is in two weeks. Although I don't know when this episode is going to come out. Uh, today we're recording on today is June 9th. Today it's June, is right? June 9th. It's June. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But um, I am super looking forward. I have not played Legacy since. The last energy team event in St. Louis, which was last year. It, it was last year. I think it was yeah, close-ish to this time last year. The reason I remember that event so distinctly was because there was an anti-vax convention next door <laughs> during day one. Oh my In gosh. which someone walked into the tournament hall with a video camera, accused of being fascist, and like went after a player and had to remove the Oh yeah. It was a whole thing. <laughs> Uh, what? We weren't allowed to enter the convention. They like locked the doors between our hall and their hall. We had to enter in a certain way on day two. It was, it was certainly an event. And okay, this wasn't St. Louis. This was Collinsville, Illinois, the gateway to St. Louis. I would say St. Louis. It's close enough to St. Louis. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was certainly an event. Um, and I will never play one of those legacy. I played four color. Snow, four color stone blade, I think, mm. with Minskin Boo. That deck was really bad, like <laughs> heinous, truly awful. And so, I teamed with uh, George Jabor, known blue white player, and I think he won no matches or maybe oh, one yeah. match all day. He like drew a couple of them. It was it was bad, um, but I love George. George is awesome. Nice. Uh, are you, do you know who you're teaming with for this upcoming event? I do know, yes. Uh, I'm teaming with uh, A. Adams and uh, Dahlia MTG. Uh, nice. It's going to be, so in the energy leaderboard, mm-hmm. A is, has 30 points, I have 29 points, and uh, Dahlia has 28. So we're like collectively <laughs> putting our eggs in the same basket for like leaderboard purposes. Because <laughs> the top six qualify for the end of year uh, leaderboard mm-hmm. um, for energy champs. Segway, sneaky segue into one of my crowning achievements. Oh, it's backwards. Um, yeah. My shadow box from uh, the energy champs last year. Uh, and actually, so the tournament that I'm playing in two weeks in Chicagoland is where I'm going to be defending. Oh God, where, oh no, I'm not gonna knock everything over. Oh, this is a horrible decision. Defending my my title of yeah. uh, 2020 championship trial uh, winner uh, for the Energy Series uh, in Modern. Uh, probably playing Four Color again. Okay. <laughs> it's it's sure. all I know and love. And uh, by now, I'm super looking forward to that event. I get to hang out with friends from uh, across the country. Cora's flying in from Denver and... Robin from Atlanta, so it's and May's coming from Indianapolis, so it's, it's going to be a fun weekend. And oh, oh, and I get to see one of my oldest friends uh, from what she went to summer camp with, bring uh, up Autumn, uh, who I haven't seen in years. That's so awesome. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. But I guess we can go backwards from that. Sure. Because how how I got into magic is something you want to talk about. Yeah. If you, you yeah, if you want to talk about like how you got into magic, how you started playing energy, anything. Along those lines, or adjacent to that, I don't know. 
Well, we're definitely not going to talk about the start of the energy series, because uh, that is not something <laughs> we're going to talk about. Fair. But, um, uh, it was something before senior year of high school? Yeah, it was 2014? 15, it was 15. Um, I went to a sleepaway camp in northern Vermont, and for two years, my friend Noah and I want to say Grant wanted me to learn how to play Magic the Gathering. I was like, uh, I'm not really interested. <laughs> Finally, the third year, I relented and said, fine. So we, there's always a trip to Burlington because it's the middle of the run in Vermont. Right. There's a day trip to Burlington and they took me to an LGS there. I don't remember the name, but uh, I bought the Elf Precon deck from Magic Origins with Dwine and Geltleaf Dane and learning, started learning how to play Magic with that deck. At the time, my friend Noah played standard mono red aggro with <laughs> Boundary Street Denizen and Battle and Rabble Master and Abbot of Carol Keep and just the, the, the deck that won the Magic Origins Pro Tour? Yes, that same deck. <laughs> so my deck filled with mediocre green and black elves featuring Naro Root Trapper and Leaf Gilder. Got stumped like 90% of the games. I think I just didn't win a game for the first like 20 matches. Yeah. And then we swapped decks. Mm-hmm. And I still couldn't win with Mono Red, even though <laughs> it was very much player deck. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, I, I was, like, kind of discouraged, but, like, I knew that there was a magic club in my high school. Um, and so I, like, when the senior year started, I, I joined the magic club. I was joined by a, a science teacher. There were, like, six or seven people in the club. But uh, there's also an LGS called Dream Wizards, which is the world's okay, – it's, it's not the world's worst. It's a really bad store. Um <laughs> But uh, I started playing FNMs there, and I started like getting into like watching YouTube videos, and and uh, you know, I started watching coverage. Yeah. And one FNM, I see like there's a player list. Someone named Jarvis Yu. Like <laughs> that name looks familiar. I saw this person when I was watching coverage last weekend on, on YouTube. <laughs> Oh, so this person went to a, somewhere in the middle of, across the country, played a magic tournament, and then is back here in at my LG, at my local game store playing F and M. Like, huh, interesting. So fast forward, like a cube with Jarvis. Like, man, like Jarvis is a wonderful human being, very very yeah. kind, very smart legacy player, and you know, it's, it's crazy to think that like. This person who I like, someone from my LGS, like, is it was, I don't know, it was like, I'm not sure exactly what I'm trying to say, but it, it, was, it was cool. It was like, yeah, my first like star, like, not like, star using the one word, but like star started moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started like going from YouTube, watching like Seems Good Magic and like old Numot videos on Cool Stuff Inc. Or, I, don't, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Some horrible videos, things like that. Um, and got into, like, found Twitch somehow. Uh, there was like one mainstream who I watched, uh, Travis Sowers Samuelin, who uh, watched uh, religiously, learned how to draft basically from watching him. Uh, and fast forward a little bit, uh, I see that there's a, an event called the Grand Prix. It's <laughs> a Grand Prix um, in Richmond, Virginia, which is like other than the DC suburbs in Maryland. And so I was like, I should, what up? This, this looks kind of cool. I should talk to my, my parents about, you know, going and taking a date, a trip down there. That's where I, um, so there was a running joke in chat that I spent all my time in, in, in Travis's channel. That was just a, a, a chat bot. <laughs> so uh, when I met him at the Grand Prix and some of the viewers also they're like DC you're a real person <laughs> it was like it was very weird I, I stood in line to get stuff signed by artists it was like 
super cool. But I knew no one. I knew zero people. So I was just like, yeah. first ever Grand Prix. It was Hour of Div- No, it was Almond Cat Seal. I had a green black. I opened my pool. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, I had Hapatra, Vizier of Poisons. Yeah. And Cruel Reality in my pool. And I think also Sandworm Convergence. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like most people would be seven over that pool. I think I missed my win for day two and didn't really know anyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't really. So I was like, I went back to my hotel room. Yeah. Ordered room service and cried. Aw. Yep. Because I didn't know anyone. So like, and but I was going to go and like play side events the next day. But instead I just, I call my mom and like, I'm coming home on the train tomorrow morning. It was the, like, very clearly my first Grand Prix was not the best experience, yeah. but I wanted to play more. Uh, yeah. I went off to college uh, in Pennsylvania, middle of nowhere. There was a magic uh, club at the college that was fun. We did, like, we did a conspiracy draft. We we did play some commander and that's where I played my first game of commander. So that's a, that's a, that's a fun story. Oh. We're in a small dorm room on the floor. Someone hands me a deck. Mm-hmm. It's Hazazan Samar, the guy who makes the, sand. Tokens. The guy who makes sand? Yes. Yeah. The, so I had no idea what I was doing. And there was a card in my hand. I didn't know what it did. It's called uh, Shields of Velis Vale. So the oral text oh. on this card is Creatures. Target player controls, gain all creature types, and get plus O plus 1 to underturn. Hazaz and Samar reads, When Hazaz and Samar leaves the battlefield, at the beginning of the next upkeep, remove all sand warriors from the game. Yeah. So, I didn't realize until years later, when I was looking through, I think it was the, it was the Receivables Lorwyn episode, when they were mm-hmm. talking about the cycles. It's like, oh my god. That's why it's there. That's why it was in the deck. To plague wing a different player when they play your commander. That's awesome. You are a genius deck builder. (laughs) So that was that was my first commander experience. Um uh, I and started playing a lot of magic online. I think it was during Shadows Walk, so I guess that was my senior year of high school. Um, my very first draft on Magic Online on my dad's old, 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 ancient PC because it wasn't you couldn't play Moto on, on a Mac, which which, which I right. used. And I was so new to the client, I timed out to my own mind rack demon trigger in game one because I could not figure out how to click off of the trigger on my upkeep because I did not know four four card types. It was just there. For 10 minutes, and I'm just like, what, is, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I didn't know what to do. I was like, what is happening? And I was just like, oh, three, the, like, removed it. From, I, I like lost the game, removed it from my deck, and put like a basic land in my deck, and oh, three, the, the rest of it, because the deck was not very good. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, that was the perspective of magical experience. Nice, and nice. so whenever I see my direct demon, I'm reminded of that. Of that nice uh, my direct demon errata. And V Rook, if you don't have delirium, you lose the game. Yes. And the oh. match. Yeah, that was <laughs> And now I will double queue moto drafts and, and play construct at the same time. Like a yeah. like a I'll play over have arena on one monitor and whatever. But uh You're built different. Go forward towards college. College, yeah. Um one of my, uh, the parents of uh, my mom's best friend uh, passed away mm. and I found out on parents weekend when they came up and said, we're only here for a day. We're heading back to, uh, for the wait tomorrow. And I was just so blindsided. I didn't, I guess I didn't know that he had, that he had passed away. Um, right. I had kind of lost touch with, with their son and I kind of shut down um during my senior year of high school my mom uh her her cancer came back um and I 
I just got a concussion uh, during Taekwondo and I, I couldn't really handle seniors, senior year stuff, mom being sick and having a concussion and, you know, like not being, being exhausted and not really being able to, to do work. And I was like, I don't want to, to know about these things. Just tell me when, when you're all better, or I just, I don't want to be in the know. And so I think that's kind of what took them to like, not tell me. Mm-hmm. But I was heartbroken that they didn't tell me that they didn't offer to let me come back and pay my, and say goodbye to my mom's best friend's husband. Yeah. And that, that really hurt me. And so I stopped going to class. Oh. I sat in bed and played moto all day, watching streams all day, not leaving to go eat food all day, running to the dining hall at 8.50 before it closed to grab something and throw a bunch of ice cream sandwiches in my pocket. Gained a lot of weight and played a lot of moto and amassed like some dad as well. Um, as I'm sure most people would. I was still bad at I was still bad at moto at the time. So I was still <laughs> losing. But I was, I think I did, this is like eighth year old, maybe. Yeah, because I did college pre release. Uh, yeah, in, in Pennsylvania. So I started falling behind classes. I got a long story short, I get asked to not return for academic reasons uh, for the next semester. Right. I go home, uh, to my childhood home, and Maybe it was before. It was before this. My parents got divorced. They were still living together when I moved back. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. Anyways, my parents got a divorce, um, and that was kind of hard on me. Yeah. Um, but I spent all this time that that the next few months in bed, playing moto, playing moto, and watching streams, and playing more moto, and, and yada yada, and so on and so forth, and. Spending time in streams. Started watching Caleb Durward every night. Staying up until 3 a.m. because he usually waited to stream around 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Central, and which would be 3 a.m. Eastern Coast time. Yeah. And I kind of like changed my sleep schedule to like align with that, which is bad. It's pretty bad. Unhealthy. Yeah. It's not healthy. Not but, a um, sleep schedule. <laughs> I guess uh, content warning. Uh, suicide ideation there was there was one night where i was like really unsure what i was going to be doing with the rest of my life you know i didn't really know what i was going to do with college i was really depressed and i brought a a knife to my the the giant steak knife uh, Mm. to my my bedroom and what ultimately like ended me ended whatever ended up like stopping me from from going through with it was thinking these people these in chat who I spend time with every day talking about magic enjoying watching a stream chatting about thing uh, non magic things are, are they gonna miss me like what are, what are they gonna think when I stop showing up. Yeah. And that kind of cemented to myself, like, maybe it, maybe you should, should stay here mm-hmm. and, and keep watching the stream and, you know, maybe trying to figure out what you want to do. And that was really hard. That was really hard for me. Yeah. But it was really important for me to, to get through that. And now I went back to my childhood house for Thanksgiving last year and had an emotional breakdown oh. and uh, decided that I'm not going back to that house ever again. So that's that's really cool because the, the, the memories from that, sim- from that few months, it's just too much for me. Yeah. So to not be able to say or to be able to go back to where I grew up for my own mental health reasons is, is really hard, but... Mm-hmm. it's important to me that I am here now. Right. It's me. And 
have met some people. And so that bridges into where I went. After. <laughs> so I'm playing more magic, getting better slowly. And so given a, basically I moved to Madison, Wisconsin and a friend of mine joked, Oh, that's where Caleb Durwer lives. Are you moving to Madison, Wisconsin to stalk Caleb Durward? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, it was not to do that. But right. I had the option to go to Madison or uh, Burlington mm-hmm. for, to join a program for like residential living program. And I chose Madison because of the Maddie scene. There had been an Enter the Battlefield, that, that YouTube series, or I guess it was Pro Tour coverage series to do it, era new one. But yeah. where they feature, you know, like focus on a player or, or a place and they just in a, a deep dive on Madison. They talk about a draft camp. Mm-hmm. Well, if I want to get better at magic, am I going to get better at magic going to Madison, Wisconsin or Burlington, Vermont? <laughs> I went to Madison. Priorities. Priorities. I'm, I'm still here seven years later. This was 2017. Mm-hmm. Right around this, it was around this time too. Um, Get all settled in, enroll in the community college, which I graduated in two years, transferred to UW, start of the spring of 2020, which was, uh, Ooh. yeah, but, um, I feel that <laughs> I, you know, started playing at the LGSs, got to meet some people and eventually got an invitation to the draft camp that I had seen on the end of the battlefield series. I'm not, I have no idea what I'm expecting. Uh, yeah. Very first pod, I'm passing to Caleb Durward. Just, <laughs> or no, I, no, he's on my he's, it's team draft, like, random team draft. He's, he's on my team, and mm-hmm. or and I, or you know, I'm passing him, and then I get random, whatever. I'm passing to Caleb Durward. I introduce him, and he's like, "Yeah, I know who you are." <laughs> it was, it was like, okay, <laughs> like very surprised. Like, Brostoff knew who I was. Jay Bro knew who I was. Just like it was very, it's very weird. Um, still not good at magic. I think I won through the draft. Um, but it was just very surreal, like that I had made a change in my life. I was getting better at magic, starting myself with better people, better players, and improving. And I think it was around this time that I, so part of this residential living program, we had like a, a curfew. We had to like you know check in with the staff, like make sure we're back. So there was a team Grand Prix in Indianapolis, which is not Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> and it was overnight. And I left without telling anyone that I was going to Indianapolis. And I got a text from one of the staff members that night as we we're like in the middle of nowhere in Indiana. Hey, that name, where are you? You didn't check in after class today. We don't know what homework you have to do for the weekend. And I'm like, so I am in Indianapolis for the weekend. I will be back on Monday. Uh, <laughs> bye. Mute number. <laughs> yeah, that was the most like not me thing ever. Because I used to be like a very shy person, you know, quiet, reserved. But I was slowly coming out of my shell, being a yeah. more you know outgoing person, getting to spend time around people, be sociable. I didn't really have a lot of friends in high school and, and growing up. Right. Not very, very, very weird kid. Uh, but I went to this team GP, team with some local players, they're pretty bad, but uh, it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to meet some people who I knew from dreams from around the country. This is still in time with the GPs, so come back, you know, I mean, a bit of trouble, whatever, everything moves on. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I start, I graduate the community college, transfer to UW, start the spring of 2020. Obviously, the pandemic starts. Um, Online learning wasn't really for me. Uh, I ended up passing the one class that was synchronous that we had to like call in and have our cameras on and talk about, it was a discussion course. So passed that mm-hmm. course, but online still didn't really work for me. I think I 
withdrew from the next two semesters or completed one course or whatever. So I, I is currently 2023. I have like two and a half more years of undergrad at UW uh, left in the school of special education. And uh, yeah, so it's definitely weird seeing, I graduated high school in 2016. I am 25. Mm-hmm. It is definitely weird to see my friends from, from high school graduating two years ago, having jobs, getting married. Like it's very weird because I am on a very different track, but for also more reasons. Um, but during the pandemic, I, you know, magic tournament series moved online. I was able to play more of them. Um, and then I started, started like meeting. Oh, it was also, yeah. So before all this, there is, uh, mythic championship Cleveland. I think that was the first big event I ever been to. I ended up staying with, uh, with two people who know I'm fr- now friends with in it from Wisconsin, uh, Jake and uh, Victor. Uh, we didn't know very well back then, but uh, got to know got to know pretty well over the years. Um, yeah, it's where I first met Autumn Burchett. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I watched their stream uh, a bunch, hung out of the chat, and uh, introduced myself to them. You know before top eight because uh, the hall portrait hall was next to the sorry, mythic championship hall was next to the, the main event hall. I, I scrubbed the main event yeah um but met them for the first time and had them sign a night of autumn and uh who's this oh and a gore claw if you know you know let's put it that way um i, I don't know <laughs> Just that's, that's why it's and if you know if you know you know okay. <laughs> um R. uh <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, I still have the video on my phone of when they win of the tackle hug from uh, Carmen and Teresa and Mason. Oh, yeah. And it's it's one of the most, like, inspiring moments in magic that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Very clearly, cis boy at the time not sure why this is inspiring. Uh, <laughs> Foreshadowing, perhaps? And because that's that was back in 2019, I think. Yeah, gosh. So <laughs> I was never I didn't really know I was not exposed to a lot of social socialization in general. Like I watched my parents fight a lot. I didn't really know what a healthy relationship looked like. I didn't really, you know, learn about those things. I, I didn't date in high school. I went stag at prom. Right. I sat next to the principal on the bus ride back from the midnight cruise on the Potomac River, crammed between the principal, the principal in the middle seat, in the middle of this tiny seat, and me crammed against the window at 2 a.m. driving through D.C. Like, I, I just did, had zero, like, sense of, like, anything, any social interaction at all. Right. And... So for for me, it was very much uh, I forget where we came from on this, but uh, to see people succeed at things was incredible. Yeah, and also like during that time, I spent a lot of time like in, in Gabby Sparks's community, um, even being part of her Viper Brood stream team. I still have the Viper Broody jacket somewhere. Nice. It doesn't fit anymore, but it's so cute. I love the logo, but it was like I was a very small streamer at that time like getting to interact with other Twitch streamers and, you know, small community things, getting to know people. And, and Cleveland is where I, I met Gabby for the first time. Mm. Um, actually ended up at dinner one of the, one of those nights, like in the little waiting area next to uh, Luis and Gabby and yeah, all the, all the Denver people or whatever CFB people eating dinner. I think it was Reed Duke had, had the top eight in and Reed was there too. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very funny that we ended up in the same restaurant. Uh, <laughs> and we got the last, like some sort of meat that they weren't able to get the next day that they were complaining about 
because uh, they, they, <laughs> they were gone at the time. At the time they got to the restaurant is very silly and very much like, we got the last ribs or brisket or something. I don't know what it was, but uh, <laughs> sure. uh, it was really cool to meet Gabby and a bunch of community members at the same time uh, at that event. I got, ooh, actually. Oh. So it isn't the playmat from that event, but mm -hmm. Ooh. this is the playmat from GPDC, a team event that I played, but it has a bunch of signatures from people from uh, uh, Cleveland. So it has like Reed Duke, uh, I've got Biscuit Jesus, BJ, Sam and Autumn, and Ninja, uh, Mangu. Caroline and a bunch of people like Cedric and a bunch of just uh, Paolo, like just a bunch of like people who I knew from the internet and like looked up to, and also just a bunch of like Gabby Sparks community members. is is really cool. So yeah, I did that again in Minneapolis, and which your name is on there. Uh, yeah, um, but that was really cool to to have like that. I still have now to look back to. Because mm -hmm. it's really awesome to have mem magic memories, but uh, moving back to towards like pandemic, I played a lot of online events. There was one tournament series, Pascal Maynard's The Mythic Society. Um, yeah, I played a ton of those events. I won a couple of, like big events, won a couple of thousand, like probably won like a couple thousand dollars in score credit, like four or five thousand. I turned into foils, <laughs> uh, to a foil cube. Um, And I just started getting better and better at magic. Um, I guess it was still it was pretty much yeah. When Pioneer was announced, uh, the event was at in Madison. It was a it was a Nerd Rage gaming event, which I had never heard of before. But it was going to be a few blocks from where I live, and it was going to be standard. But they announced Pioneer, and they're like, "We should we should change it to this new format." So I played four color Sahili Felidar combo with demonic pact. Uh, and uh, harmless offering. Uh, harmless offering. <laughs> this deck was not good. I punted round three, but it was really cool to just like play a competitive magic event in my backyard. Um, I played some of the online energy events, but when they finally came back with uh, events in, in person in twenty twenty one, enter twenty one, yeah. Um, it was in Chicago. I was like, I can't really play this for the team event. So I had a team prepared. Uh, I now don't talk to my two teammates, so we're not going to, we, we top aided. Um, mm -hmm. I don't talk to those teammates anymore. Um, for reasons I'm not going to get into. Sure. Um, but, uh. I got to do my first ever called draft. No, yeah, first ever called draft in the top eight. I was a limited player. Um, I played against Piper Powell in the first, in, in, this, in the quarterfinals. We had an incredible game one where she flooded so hard and I just like, was able to barely stabilize and like turn the corner. It was, it was such a close match. Yeah. Um, and I just got swamped. I got smoked game two and three, but um, <laughs> I kind of had the fire then. Um, decided to go. the next event was in Milwaukee. Don't really talk to anyone from that event either. Jeez. Um, regardless, uh, I ended up grinding the energy circuit um, the next year. I uh, decided to, uh, for the 2022 season. Uh, I win the so it is a modern again chicago modern event uh get some pretty bad like crappy news the day that the day before the event um consider not going mm -hmm. extremely depressed don't want to show my face in, in the tournament uh, in public at all um 
So I go in with the chip on my shoulder. And I lose like a single match in the Swiss. And sneak into top eight. Um, play like an insane top eight or top eight match. And I end up winning the tournament. Um, yeah. Coverage is available on the Nerd Rage Gaming Series uh, coverage uh, YouTube channel with my dead name. Oof. Whatever. Like it's. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, it's 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 really good magic. Um, the commentary is not great. You can mute the volume. You can mute the sound. It's the commentary. <laughs> um, but uh, I just grind my way through. I'm just on top of the world and. From there, I just like go hard the rest of that that season, and I ended up qualifying for the end of year tournament at in second place at the at large place in the season. Um, through all this time, you know, I'm questioning things. I had during the heart of the pandemic, I started playing Among Us with uh, a bunch of Magic people, and that. Like LSV and, and like all these like pro magic players, like yeah, I'm playing Among Us with these people. Like you were in the <laughs> server, right? I was not. You were okay. no, I was not in that server. You were in the adjacent server. Um, I was in the but yeah. it was like, we splintered off and like formed a, a smaller group. Um, and so we basically just like spent most nights during the pandemic just like hanging out, playing Magic, drafting on Arena and Moto, and playing. Uh, golf with your friends and code yeah. names and uh among else? us and yeah. yeah and so it was during that time that started asking some questions mm-hmm. like is there a a better place is there a better way of is i think the question i asked myself was is there a different plane of existence that i can be on where I will be happier with myself. The answer was yes. I am. I am extremely much more happier. I experience joy more now. But it took a long time, a lot of like deep thinking, and a lot of hard questions about my own self identity and. Through all of that, finding myself, finding community, being in Arnon Burchett's community Discord server for five years. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. No. No, I am simply just a cis ally. That is all I am. Uh-huh. Poorly. Hmm. No. uh Nope. Nothing. Nothing questionable here. Nothing uh, completely fucking obvious and oblivious and... <sighs> As someone yeah. who was also in the servers, yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was yep. obvious. It had been in the moment. Oh yes. So that was that was something. That was. <laughs> oh boy. Girl, that's, girl. <laughs> that that's like a very hard question to ask yourself, though. Like, to just like ask yourself, like. It, like what can you do to be happier it's an even harder answer to come up with oh yeah i was like is it that i have significant relationship trauma from seeing my parents fight my entire childhood is it from um pre-pandemic going on a date and uh being trauma dumped by this person and then being stalked when you def- uh, turn her down being stalked for six months digitally and in person Jeez. and having trauma from that and not being able to trust people. I think that that still is a part of it, but also like, right. I was never truly myself. I, yeah, there were certain things like growing up that I didn't feel comfortable with, like I feel comfortable taking my shirt off. Like it was kind of weird. Like I didn't like the feeling of facial hair. I thought it was all sensory things. It's mm-hmm. sensory issues. From like developmental delays, probably all, probably that partially too. But like, yeah. What do you know? Um, 
maybe it's maybe it's dysphoria to the tune of Maybelline. Uh, but who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah. So like that's that was really hard to do. But once I accepted that for myself, I kind of came out online first mm-hmm. to close friends. Figuring out, you know, what I wanted to do, what efforts I want to put into. And all this time, things are getting way worse for people, for trans people out there in the world. Yeah. Me thinking, why couldn't you figure this out before the fucking pandemic? And, you know, been out, been, going in one, go in the pandemic, start the pandemic one way, come out the other, you know, like, why you should have done this sooner? Like, you dumbass. Would have I mean, been so much easier on you. Uh, everyone, something I'd like to say is everyone on their own pace, everyone at their own pace on their own time. It's kind of yeah. the motto I take it. I took that motto with school, with transitioning, and in all aspects of life. And so for me to be able to come out was was hard. For much my parents was, was interesting. So I was very certain my parents were going to be supportive of me. Yeah. I'm their only child. Um, they want to do everything for me. Mm-hmm. And I was very confident that the other one would probably kill the other if they didn't support me. Um, but they both are supportive. They're, they're doing their best. Yeah. Uh, it was really hard at the start. It was really, really, really hard for them. And things are better now, but they're still tough. I'm going to a wedding next month. It's going to be really interesting. Um, I've never been to a wedding before. so uh, Really? Yeah. It's really wild. I've never been to one. Maybe as like a very small child, but I just don't remember it at all. Hmm. But uh, that should be that should be very interesting. I, I'm in the process of purchasing a wedding dress. Hmm. <laughs> There's so many things to choose from and whatnot. It's <laughs> insane. Um, but and I am I've been given Saturday night off, and I'm attempting to find a cube draft to do in the DMV on Saturday night because that's it's just like de-stress before the stressful Sunday family event. Like that's that's the kind of person I am these days. I will find a magic thing to do whenever I'm traveling. I will going on vacation, finding an F and M to go to, having dinner with a friend who I know from magic across the country. Like shit, like this is just like how I go about my life these days. I mean. Whatever works, like yeah. if it works, like who's to, who's to knock it, you know? Like if that's your way of de-stressing, hell, like at least you got a good way to de-stress. Spend time with this aunt and uncle who I've never seen for five years, and they're probably gonna detonate me. No, I'm gonna pass on that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go play magic with some people from the <laughs> internet instead. Yeah. Um, so my flight gets in too late to go to an RCQ near the airport that day. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am. I'm the the grinders grinder. I am. I'm about that grinder life. Yeah, about that grinder life. That grinder life. Like it's worth. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, sort of traveling to, to events um, heavily last year. Uh, made energy champs. It was probably I made a fake moto like a fake moto account under a fake name, or not fake like a fake like a, a secret account to do testing with on leagues. Tested with a bunch of people, like, figure out deck selection to my deck. Submitted a 68-card modern deck list because I figured that number was right. And obviously, you should have done 69, just 100%. I was going to say, uh, yeah. That's I like... finished uh, in fifth slash sixth place, um, uh, top eight, and getting uh, $1,200 or something. But uh, I got this, this. I got this jacket. It has nice. my name on it. And it was the first thing that I had with my chosen name on it. And it really meant a lot to me to have that, to be recognized, to be respected with my chosen name. Mm-hmm. Because boy, I, when that email come came today with the prize money from DreamHack uh, to, to, to dead name uh, uh, Wizards account, uh, didn't feel great, but like, that's just how things are. Um, yeah. 
But since coming out, it's been pretty great, honestly. Like, being able to be myself. I made so many friends, like, through traveling uh, and through magic and through the internet. I've got a group chat with uh, a couple friends, uh, Rebel and uh, uh, Robin and May, who we just, it's the, not not into the name of the group chat, but uh, these are the best friends uh, a girl could ask for. Mm. So to have them to, for accountability, for ship posting, for for getting help, for magic advice, for girl advice. <laughs> it's so wonderful to have found a place and to find people who care about you because I didn't have that growing up. Right. I didn't really have the kind of close knit friendships that I have now with this share these shared loves, this shared identity, this shared journey, all in their different ways. And to have encountered so many people across the way, to have encountered people who have hurt you, to move on from them, to remove them from your from your spaces. And to prioritize people who do care about you is is really hard to figure out ways of seeing them and not being traumatized. It's really hard mm-hmm. to to do that. And to have people there to care about you and support you is really important. To have friends who you can count on to be able to help you with your problems, to, to be able to support you really, really, really is great. Yeah. Um, to travel with, to feel comfortable traveling with, to feel safe with, safe around. It's so important, especially in these times. Mm-hmm. Like going to Dallas last weekend for the RC, yeah. was, I was like kind of nervous. I was pretty sure I was gonna be fine. I don't present, I've been able to, to boy mode because that's just what it looks like. It's, yeah. I've been on homeless for three months now, like almost mm-hmm. three months now. It's, Woo. it's what, I'm not trying that hard, let's put it that way. I definitely did not try very hard in Texas, but I did have very trans flag nails. Uh, hey, and, uh, nice. A couple of comments in the event hall, but. People in Texas really, really suck. My opponents, the RC, just all bad. Just not good. Um, uh, I went five and four. I lost my win in for day two. Um, Dang. But uh, on on Sunday, I played the Tenka. So for Atlanta RC and for this RC, I work with Sanctum of All, which is a, a team of people of marginalized genders. Uh, created by Arya before she went off to Wizards mm-hmm. um, to help test a new professional environment uh, for higher level improvement for making the Pro Tour and whatnot. Yeah. Um, we had a large team this time. Uh, and one of the people on the team, CFT Sock, uh, one of the best deck builders right now, found a, a, a combo on Magic, that was plugged on Magical Line between Art Fusion of the Dross and Metamorphic Alteration. Right. Uh, Metamorphic alteration. Oh, oh God. I hit my girlfriend on the ground. Shit. Uh, Metamorphic right. alteration was 15 cents when I bought them. Yeah. It is now $12.50. <laughs> I regret not purchasing more copies. Right. Immensely. Um, but basically, it turns your opponent's creature into Arcturne of the Dross, which comes in with four counters. When it has no counters, you lose the game on your upkeep. So you make your opponent's creature a copy of it with the two mana blue enchantment, and they don't have their upkeep. Yeah. So CFT Suck went seven and five in the RC. Because after they beat Spike, Aspiring Spike, on day one, Spike sent a tweet out. Mm. And the secret wasn't out to everyone I played on Sunday because my first five opponents had no idea what the fuck hit them. Cruise through those, 6-0, um, round seven, I could have double identi- intentionally drawn into uh, the top 16 cut, but I decided to play for seeding. So I'm playing against someone who was on the Sanctum Testing server, 
See what happens. Still had, didn't have a chance to two them through the last round to get dinner. But uh, so the way the structure was, because in Atlanta, the Sunday uh, 10K went uh, way too long, like past mm-hmm. when DreamHack closed and ended, and they were wrapping everything up. So what they decided to do now was cut to top 16. Okay. Play a single match for the RC qualification. Doesn't like you're on the play, like the one through eight seeds, they're on the play, and the 16 are on the draw. But you play one match, decide if you go to the RC. For the winner gets 850, the loser gets 200. Oh my Nicole god, I decided to, to, to split so we both got 525 beforehand. Sure. Um, but uh, I ended up losing game three, uh, I just fought it out. But it really sucked. So yeah. I lost the finals of a 10K at DreamHack. Air quotes. I lost the finals. So did right. seven other people. Well, also lost the finals. Yeah. So I still have to, still not qualified for Atlanta yet. But um, I'm confident that I'll be able to. But uh, that, that kind of mm-hmm. sucked. Because it would have been really great to win with, 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 all the, with the combo deck. Yeah. Um, but people have been just messaging me like all week. Like, what changes would you make? Which, how would you modify it? It's not my deck. I don't know. I, the, I'm not the deck creator. I just net decked from my our te- my teammate. And so, seeing you pop up, everyone playing it this weekend with their RCQs and whatnot, it's it's cool. But uh, I had a some good food in Texas. But uh, I'm looking forward to to not super traveling. Okay, I I traveled a lot this summer, so I went to MagicCon Minneapolis, where I met you for the first time ever, Woo! even for a very short period of time. Yeah, um, so unfortunately. Dead and running around doing nonsense. <laughs> um, but uh, we finally got to meet, which is so awesome. Yeah. But I went to Magicon Minneapolis, and then I went back to Minneapolis, to St. Paul, two weekends later for the Energy Series uh, event. And then two weeks later, I went to the RC. And then in two weeks, I'm going to Mundelein for Modern. And then a few weeks later to St. Louis for the team event. And also going to a wedding the week before that. It's my my, oh my, my back. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna burn out, and I burnt out last year. Yeah, and I'm doing my best to keep myself in a place of groundedness with traveling. I, last year, I had like significant like emotional swings after events. Two days later, I would just be like horribly depressed. You know. The, the con crash is what they call it. Con, yeah. And I've been better about that because I have formed relationships that I'm able to talk to these people who I see at these events all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful to have these relationships that I've formed with people out that I can talk to them you know, outside of not just events. Keeping in touch with them is really important to maintaining like positive mental health and staying, staying positive. Yeah. So for me, seeing people is great. My emotional battery has like gotten a little bit like longer, which is really great. Um, mm-hmm. I still want to be super competitive. I still want to make the pro tour, but I really just enjoy being around people who care about me and who I can care about. Cause that's like, I think really what my magic journey has told me is let people into your life who care about you and treat you with respect and kindness. And don't manipulate you. And you will, in turn, feel love and compassion for others. You'll care about people. You'll be able to be there for people during their hard times. They'll be there for you. And throughout that journey, finding myself, finding people to support me on that journey is really been eye-opening and makes me feel worth to, mm-hmm. to be around and I'm eternally grateful for that because I want to be here. I want to be my, myself, my true self still a long ways off from that, but I'm doing what I can to make my life myself. I have this new place, this awesome place that I'm going to be for here for a while. I have a dining room table coming in that seats eight people. You know what you need eight people for? You need eight people for a draft. Yes, I'm so excited to cook for my friends and draft with them. Oh my goodness, it's going to be so wonderful. And I just 
I love being around people. I used to be the person who doesn't want to be around anyone to be alone. Now I just want to surround myself with people, people yeah. who care about me, people who are fun to be around, who care about similar things, share interests. And that's what I kind of realized that it is not about the magic. It's about the gathering. We, all, we all say it. And yet, but it's true. Cliche it really it's, is it's true. true. It, it, yeah. I look forward. I get to see my friends who I haven't seen in years or months, some months, some for years in two weeks. It's going to be so wonderful to just get to be around them. People who care about me, about me. Like that's, that's really what magic is about. Sure. 100%. You're, you scrub out you're with your friends. Sure. You win. Your friend is makes top eight. You're with your friends. You're celebrating with them when they win. It's that kind of thing. That's, yeah. that's what magic is about. So the relationships you form in the, through this game, through the shared love, that really cements how great this game is at bringing people together. Remember we had a, a Discord server meetup uh, from our pandemic server at GP Cleveland, not GP Cleveland, uh, SCG Pittsburgh last year. Mm-hmm. And it was just like getting to see these wonderful people who I had spent so much time with online every night to finally get to like give them a hug in person Right. And smile with them and laugh at their jokes at dinner. It was just so wonderful. So very wonderful to be around the people who you care about, who care about you. And it just, it was so heartwarming to have that experience. And to see those people at future events. It's, it's why this game means so much to me. It's mm-hmm. why I'm grinding Moto Leagues in preparation for events. It's why I'm drafting at 2 a.m. It's to, to be ready to see these people, to hang out with them, but also play at the same time. Because if you're just going to play a tournament to play a tournament, don't go. Play a tournament to play the tournament and then be around people who you care about between rounds. Mm-hmm. You go to celebrate with them, to commiserate with them. You go there to be part of their lives through magic and throughout non-magic things. You celebrate their, their job promotions, their relationship struggles and triumphs. You're there when they're having a bad day. They're feeling dysphoric about something or that it's for them and they're going to be there for you too. And that's, it's kind of, kind of why I think magic means so much to me because I have, I found those people. I found my people. And that's, that's kind of what the journey has been for me. And to be on that, that, that path, it took me a while to get there, but I'm on the right one and I know it for damn sure. That's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Just the like the reason we play this game is because of the people we play it with. Like like some people do play it like just for the game, but I think all of us, or like most of us, just play it because the other people in it are great. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's yeah. kind of all I got. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that, that's like, all like that's absolutely amazing. Uh, just that the whole whole story is just fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. Of um, course. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Nicole underscore Dubin on Twitter. Um, you can find me at DC Sports Eight on Twitch. It's, those are the places that I am. Don't have a YouTube or anything, or a SoundCloud, or, or yeah. Art Station, or whatnot. No DeviantArt <laughs> profile. Uh, no, we know what else there is. I, uh, I don't know. Mixers. <laughs> yeah. But actually, I do. What? How did you come up with DC Sports Eight for your oh. your Twitch? So I love sports as a kid. 
Right. Love them. Huge Nationals fan, huge Caps fan. Didn't like the Wizards very much. Uh, DC United, Washington football team fan. Um, but Ovechkin was my favorite player. He wears number mm. eight. So DC okay. scores eight was... Sure. He just came around. Yeah. And so when I started going to events, people would just call me, DC, DC, DC. And so that, <laughs> it's kind of great that it exists on there, on the internet, because like, it's not dead name, no, no, not related whatsoever. Also right. not Nicole related, but like, it's DC. I'm DC. Yeah. Gabby Sparks, just call me DC. I, people call me DC at events. Like, it's, it's, it's very like, great, because I will respond to that. It's, it's, that's, it's great. That's what, I, that's what I knew you for, as for yeah. a while. Like, yeah. That's how it went online, yeah. Yeah. All right. It was so great talking to you, Luter. Yeah. I hope to see. I might be at LotusCon this this year. I probably am not. I cannot afford to travel. Isn't it close to you? You're, it is, you're... Yeah. It's 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 like a two and a half hour drive away from me. I'm gonna be going through there. <laughs> I actually cannot afford to travel, unfortunately. Uh, I wish I could, but I probably won't. Regardless. Um, I hope I can't wait to see you at another event at some point. Great to actually spend more than two minutes together getting right? a photo. I was so rushed doing what I, whatever I was doing because my phone had died, and, and I was like, I got a message this person to figure out where I'm meeting someone. It was, oh, <laughs> but you know, uh, yeah. yeah I, I love fucking love this game. I love Magic so much. This game is wonderful. All right. All right. Thanks, Luter. Thank you.